This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed, true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. A lot of movie sequels are terrible, aren't they? The sequel to Weekend at Bernie's comes to mind. Or how about Major League Two? I was really hoping that movie would be as good as the first one, but it was so bad I had to shut it off before it was over. Then there are remakes of movies, and most of them are terrible too, like the remake of Psycho or Total Recall. You wonder why these movie remakes were ever even made. They were absolutely terrible. There are some good movie sequels, though, like Godfather 2, and quite a few others also. And both versions of The Manchurian Candidate are very good, the one with Frank Sinatra and the one with Denzel Washington. That's the movie where a soldier is captured by the enemy and he's brainwashed. He's also programmed to be an assassin. He has to be caught before he can carry out the assassination. That's where Frank Sinatra and Denzel Washington come in. They're the heroes, and they save the day. I like both of those Manchurian Candidate movies. The most watched sequel of all time, though, is probably the one everyone is watching right now. And as far as I can tell, it's one of the worst sequels of all time. No, let me make a correction. It's definitely the worst sequel of all time. In the movie business, critics have a name for a very bad film. It's called A Stinker. And this Joe Biden sequel is a real stinker. Your Rotten Tomatoes reviews are pretty bad so far, Joe, and they're getting worse every day. And the original was pretty terrible, too. The original, the Obama-Biden presidency, was probably the worst presidency in the history of the United States. But the sequel, starring President Joe Biden, is already worse than anyone ever imagined. And the critics are already saying that this stinker will be even worse than the original. The Obama-Biden administration promised fundamental change to America. It didn't happen then, but this time, Joe Biden really means it. And the changes he's making are frightening. President Biden has already killed thousands of jobs, and all he has to say about it is, go get another job, make solar panels. No empathy in this movie, no words of consolation. Just go out and get another job and make solar panels. And then there's the open borders. Just what we need, letting in millions of illegals in the middle of a pandemic doesn't sound like a very good idea. Common sense tells us that they could bring in the virus or a mutant of the virus and American citizens could die. But Joe Biden doesn't seem to have much empathy for that. The illegals storming the border will also be taking jobs from Americans, and there are already millions of Americans unemployed because of the lockdowns in states and cities controlled by Democrats. It doesn't sound like a good time to be opening our borders, but the bird-brained bartender and Bernie Sanders and all the corporations looking for cheap labor, they want open borders, and Joe Biden needs to keep them happy. And catch and release, 
It's already back, in effect, just like under Obama. And the detention centers are already overflowing, too. And Joe Biden is going to be opening even more of them. This has all the makings of a bad Hollywood horror movie. Then there's the stimulus plan that he's ramming through Congress. It's almost $2 trillion, and it's filled with nonsensical funding for projects that won't help anybody. What would help is opening up the country and letting people go back to work. But that would be too easy. Democrats, who always say they follow the science, are ignoring it this time. The truth is that they only follow the science when it supports their political agenda. The president keeps bragging about how he was in charge of the Obama stimulus plan. That was back in 2009, and he was in charge of spending $831 billion. And it did nothing. It was a total disaster. The only people who were helped were the unions and a lot of left-wing groups. It didn't produce any jobs. It took the Trump tax cuts and deregulation to bring back jobs. The economy was terrible under Obama-Biden, and no amount of rewriting history by the media will change that fact. We saw it. We lived it. Joe Biden says that in this sequel, everything will be different. Left-wing radicals, they never learn, do they? If something doesn't work, they just do the same thing over and over, only they throw more money at the problem. Then it fails, and then they claim it succeeded and the media backs them up. And the more they fail, the more they move to the left. That's always their solution. Move to the left. Try to get more power so they can fail some more. And when you talk about science, you can't forget that Joe Biden is trying to convince us that men competing against women in sports is based on science. That's his idea of science. Let bigger and stronger and faster men compete against women. It's biology, Joe, biology. And no matter how many times you try to change it to fit this insane narrative, it isn't going to change the facts. It's completely unfair to allow men to compete against women in sports. But that's what you did when you signed that crazy executive order the other day. And now he's given the green light to his new defense secretary to try to ruin the entire military. In another absolutely insane move, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is going to root out and get rid of all the white supremacists, racists, and extremists infesting the military. They're everywhere, everywhere, and they must be found immediately and eradicated. The fact that the United States military is a merit-based organization doesn't phase Joe Biden or Lloyd Austin one bit. Despite all of the evidence to the contrary, the Biden administration has declared war on the military. The U.S. military is probably the least racist organization in America and maybe the world. The United States military is a meritocracy. The people who work the hardest, the ones who prove they can lead, they usually get promoted. That's not to say that there aren't incompetent leaders in the military. There are plenty. But the system tries to identify them and get rid of them. There are no racists in battle. And if you're an incompetent leader in battle, you usually don't last very long. The only thing you care about in battle is that when trouble comes, 
that the person next to you is ready and willing to fight and protect you and themselves and their country. But this misguided witch hunt will undermine the trust members of the military must have in each other. And when members of the military start to mistrust each other, the mission will suffer and America will be less safe. But Joe Biden and his radical left friends hate the military. I knew a lot of people who worked in the Pentagon when Bill and Hillary Clinton were in the White House. A lot of good officers quit the military because the Clintons made it very clear that they didn't like anyone who wore the uniform. Good officers and enlisted people got out because they weren't appreciated. When Barack Obama and Joe Biden were in the White House, it was even worse. The radical leftists in the State Department were in control. The military was used by the State Department to fight when needed, but the opinions of their leaders were not needed or asked for or of any value. They were not listened to. They were excluded in favor of politicians. When Barack Obama and Joe Biden left the White House, our military was in a shambles. So many good leaders quit, and they haven't been replaced. Many of our jets couldn't even fly because there was no money for fuel. Critical training exercises were canceled in all branches of the military because there was no money for them. President Trump poured money into the military, but there's still a long way to go to undo the damage that was done by Obama-Biden. Unfortunately, the damage will not be undone. The fact is, the military is going to be decimated by Joe Biden and his radical military-hating friends. And one way to completely destroy the military is to accuse the people in it of being racist and being extremist. Like all of society, there are racists in the military and extremists too. But America is not filled with racists or extremists, and neither is the military. By accusing people in the military of being evil, by telling them that everyone is going to be investigated, it will destroy the morale. It'll undermine the meritocracy, and in the end, it will destroy it. Lloyd Austin has given a stand-down order for the next 60 days to investigate extremism and racism. He's going to find it and get rid of it, he says. Austin says that military commanders need to grasp just how pervasive the issue is within their formations and stamp it out. Lloyd Austin has already made up his mind about the United States military, and he doesn't like what he sees. He's convinced that racism and extremism are pervasive. That's utter nonsense, and he damn well knows it. He says he wants to listen to people and get their views, but he doesn't. He sees racism everywhere, and he sees extremism, and he cites the riot in Washington in January to back up his views. What he and Joe Biden are doing is to demand complete loyalty to them. And if you don't give it to them, they'll destroy your life. They're telling you that loud and clear. This is very dangerous and should scare anyone in the military. But that's the purpose of the stand-down, isn't it? To scare anyone in the military into being obedient? The damage that this man will do to the military will be enormous. Once again, the radical left, and Lloyd Austin is a radical. They don't understand the consequences of their actions, or they don't care, one way or the other.
Rooting out extremism is just a way to get more power for the radical left. It's a way of punishing anyone who disagrees with them. And the one thing lacking in this idiotic crusade against extremism is a definition. Joe Biden and Lloyd Austin and all the rest of the radical leftists aren't telling anyone what the definition of an extremist is. Is it someone who has ever attended a Trump rally? Is it someone who just voted for Donald Trump? Who is an extremist? Would you want your future decided by someone who can decide you're an extremist without any evidence? If they decide that you're an extremist, that's it. You're gone. No trial, no nothing. Their opinion is the only thing that counts. And not a single Democrat is pushing back. Not a single Democrat is saying that this is a dangerous policy, that this is a way to extort obedience. They approve of it. It's why in the midterm elections of 2022, not a single Democrat should win their election. These people are sick. Only their opinions will be tolerated. You'll be punished if you disagree with them. And they're doing it openly because they can, because they have the power. And they're trying to destroy the military at a time when the admiral who heads the strategic command is warning about a possible nuclear war with China or Russia. And a Chinese military expert says the United States nuclear policy is one that could lead to a nuclear war. Of course, he's lying, but no one cares. The American commander says that the chances of having a nuclear war are not very likely. But we should still be aware that it could happen. Not very likely, he says, but he still had to give his opinion so a lot of people can be scared. Why? What's the point? And then the military expert from China agrees with him and says the United States needs to change its policies. And then the new Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, says the United States has re-signed a nuclear treaty with Russia a treaty that President Trump ended. He ended it because the Russians were ignoring the treaty. But Joe Biden has reinstated it, even though he knows it will be ignored. And Anthony Blinken says he wants to sign a treaty with China, too, apparently so they can ignore it, just like they ignore so many other treaties. And Joe Biden pledged to keep the American people safe from nuclear threats by restoring American leadership on arms control and nuclear non-proliferation. He's also thinking about signing the phony Iranian nuclear deal once again. Style over substance. Empty words backed up by nothing but weakness. I'm really beginning to hate this sequel. The acting is terrible, and casting Joe Biden as the president was a really bad idea. The plot is predictable and not very exciting. And worst of all, we know how it ends. Liberals ruin everything they touch. The only thing that exceeds their incompetence is their egos. They're doing things in this movie that are extremely destructive to America and the American people. I only hope that when people see this disaster of a sequel, they'll give it the bad reviews it so richly deserves. And those bad reviews will hopefully turn into votes for a Republican majority in the House and the Senate in 2022. And in 2024, Joe Biden should not just get two thumbs down like 
Siskel and Ebert used to give out when they watched a terrible movie, but he should get millions and millions of them if he decides to run for president again. Like I said before, this sequel is a real stinker, a stinker for the ages.